What a tune. Terrible music. Awful. It's so repetitive. Hello and welcome to Darren and Matt's 80s adventure. Yeah, episode number 33, I think. Could be around there, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, somewhere around 33. <laughs> <laughs> and the force is with us. My name is Matt. Ooh, and my name is Darren. This week we are looking at The, the Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Ooh, that's our first Star Wars-y film. It is our Star Wars. I'm so sorry. films. The force is weak in this one. <laughs> So just to paint a picture for those at home, I am sat with a Star Wars t-shirt on, Star mm-hmm. Wars boxer shorts, and mm-hmm. Star Wars socks. And nothing else. And nothing yeah. else. <laughs> uh, and I'm not. No, I'm ready for this. We've got a lot to talk about here, an awful lot to talk about. I mean, we've got the film, you know, they've got music, got the quiz. We've also got our own experience of watching this together. Yes, we have, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yes, we will. Uh, we bit later on. Yes, we will. So um, <laughs> before we go back in time, though, Ooh, yes. I would like to raise a little glass, if you don't mind, Darren. Okay. Right? Yeah. Glass. Go on, raise your glass. Oh, have some black right. Russian. Right? So we, uh, we're celebrating today. We're celebrating a birthday. Oh, yes, we are. Yes. Yes. Mr. So J.E.J. James L. Jones. Yeah, 90, I believe. 90 <gasps> years old, right? So at the time we're recording, we're God. recording this on the 17th of uh, January. Yeah. Yes, he is. he's turned 90 years old today. That's crazy. Mm. Absolutely crazy. Happy birthday, happy, Mr. Jones. Happy birthday, James L. Jones. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Ooh. Warming. That is warming. Um, cocktails, always a good idea at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, fucking brilliant, love it. All right, okay, that's, uh, so before we go too deep, shall we get some facts about uh, 1980? <laughs> yes, let's. All right, Darren, so here are some facts about the very, very untapped year of 1980, because we've only done one other film from 1980. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's um, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Yes, also starring Carrie Fisher. Yes. And released on the same day, from what I understand. Oh, okay. So, some facts about 1980. So, on May the 8th in 1980, the global eradication of smallpox was certified. Oh, wow. How very How relevant. very apt, yeah. Yeah, wow. Also, the last fact about 1980, I did say about Pac-Man. Yes. I'd like to elaborate on that. Okay. Apparently, originally Pac-Man was called Puck-Man. Really? But the name was changed to prevent vandals from changing the P to an F. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That is funny, that isn't is it? That is funny. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, <laughs> there is uh, the first annual Children in Need. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. I just yeah. love pulling out, I'm pulling out all the hot guns this week. Yeah. No, old El Tell. Mr. Terry Wogan. Oh, bless him. He was a oh, legend. Bless him. He, he still is a legend. An absolute bloody legend. 1st of January 1980, there was a new sitcom debut. Debuting? Debut. Debuting. Yeah. Uh, can you guess what it is? Uh, British or, or British. British sitcom 1980. It's a bit early for only fools. Um, uh, open all hours. Heidi High. Oh, was it? Oh, wow. Right. I didn't know that. And uh, my, final, know my final fact about 1980 is the network, well, the, the news network CNN launched oh, okay and you know the connection there with Heidi High no 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 <laughs> with with uh, this week's film uh, no. James Earl Jones right. later on did the voice of this is CNN oh, okay. so yeah I thought nice. that all tied together nicely nice lovely so yeah, there okay. are my facts from uh, 1980 wowzers I'm looking forward to this how about we go to the charts The Empire Strikes Back had various very, very limited releases. On the 17th of May 1980, it had its US premiere. And on the 20th of May, it had its UK premiere. And it went on general release in the UK, Canada, and a limited US release on the 21st of May 1980. So that is the one I'm going to take this week as the release date. So this week, we are looking at the UK charts for the week commencing the 18th of May 1980. It's a new entry at number 10 for Gary Newman and We Are Glass. At number nine this week, down from last week's number eight, it's Narada Michael Walden and I Should Have Loved You. At number eight, down from last week's number seven, it's Jimmy Ruffin and Hold On To My Love. And at number seven, it's a climb of 11 places for Roxy Music and Over You. 
At number six, climbing 17 places from last week's 23, it's MASH and the theme from MASH. Into the top five, it's last week's number two, it's Dexy's Midnight Runners and Gino. It's a non-mover at number four for The Beat and Mirror in the Bathroom. Into the top three, it's last week's number five, it's Michael Jackson and She's Out of My Life. And it's a climb of four places from last week's number six to this week's number two for Hot Chocolate and No Doubt About It. And it's a non-mover at number one for Johnny Logan and What's Another Year. And that was the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 18th of May, 1980. All right. That was very similar to, I'm guessing, because we did the Blues Brothers one. Yeah. I'm guessing it was around about the same the same, same, sort, same, of same sort of release date. Yeah. There's a couple in there I recognise. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not overly familiar with many of them. And looking at the top 40, there's there's not that many. At the 17, there's Let's Go Around Again from the Average White Band. Mm-hmm. Um, Funky Town by Lips Inc. is a new entry at 25. Crying Don McLean at 28. Um, but yeah, oh, Call Me Blondie at 37. And Blondie. Mess- Blondie. And at 39 is OMD with Messages. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's not many that I'm overly familiar with. But no. um, what is there that I do know is, is, is good stuff. There we are. That, yeah. was, that was the chart. It's a bit of a, a mixed release thing, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah one, one premiere in the US, a couple of days later in the UK, and then a general release-ish. I mean, but it's done all right for itself. It's done all right. It's done it's okay. Done, it's, they've had worse days, I suppose. They've had worse days indeed. Yeah. I'm uh, hoping you're not going to have a worse day today, though, because we now need to move on to your connection. Yeah. This was not easy, I'll be honest. This took oh, me have you done fucking it? ages. Have you done it? Oh, this will be interesting. So, all right. So, folks, regular listeners will know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. A couple of weeks ago, we started a challenge with Darren. So if he didn't get it right, it would reset. He had five moves to make to connect one film to another. And we do it weekly. And he succeeded the last two weeks. So five moves turned to four. Four moves now this week turns to three. So you have three moves. Three moves, yeah. In order to connect Star Wars The Empire Strikes or, Back. Or Commando to, to Empire Strikes Back. Yes, yeah. Commando to The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. That's that. okay, interesting. You ready? Okay, did you have a go at doing it? No. no. Okay, <laughs> right. Okay. I was so. too busy learning all the droid names. And, uh... <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> anyway, here we go then. So going from Commando to Empire Strikes Back in three moves. In Commando, Dan Hedaya, move number one, was in ER. Also in ER was Alex Kingston. Alex Kingston was also in Grange Hill with Michael Sheard. And Michael Sheard was in Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) That was not an easy one. And so you'd work with him as well, hadn't you? Michael Sheard? No. No. Who who did you work with in Grange Hill? Todd Carty and um, Brian Capron. Oh, right. Okay, there we go. I thought you'd like to get that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, if if people want to listen to our Patreon special, they hear that that, 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 that lovely story about my uh, drunken evenings with uh, Brian Capron and Todd Carty. So you've got two moves next week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Uh, it's going to be difficult, but there we go. Yeah, knowing what the film is next week. Do we? I don't, and I genuinely mean that this time. I genuinely mean that too. (laughs) Well done, mate. Thank you. So, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back, yeah. Mm. Tell you what, before we go and talk about the film, how about we talk about a time when we saw this together? Okay. So, a few years ago, uh, they did the... uh, they, They do it in different places across the world but in London specifically they do a thing called Secret Cinema and they've done a plethora of films over the years ooh a plethora yes I know right? so they've done Back to the Future they've done Moulin Rouge but yeah this specific year was The Empire Strikes Back now it's a very immersive cinema experience to say the mm-hmm. least isn't it so you get your tickets you get a character uh, and this one essentially you live through the first film so we, we got to live through the first film didn't we yeah basically we were inside a big I think it was an old paper mill wasn't it I think but it they've was, done yeah. inside hangar and things like that they recreate the sets and things from the films and the first half of the experience is that you you work your way through the sets they have like a, a storyline thing that, that you have to sort of act your way through with them leading yeah. you guiding you through and the second half of it is you go into a room and then watch the film yeah 
And whilst the film is going on, bits from the film are being acted out in front of you as well. Yeah. So like the lightsaber yeah. fights. I mean, that was that was superb. For me, the bit that, that I mean, and I'm not a Star Wars fan, as, as you'll find out as we go along. <laughs> um, when the X-Wing fighter flew across, well, it came out above our heads. Yeah, you see, that was the end of A New Hope. Mm. So we, we got to... Well, and it Star was, Wars. Anyway, that <laughs> was the end of A New Hope. You got to, it's called A New Hope. It's not called and, A New Hope. <laughs> And then yeah, it flew across, and yeah, it was it was it was some phenomenal bits. Yeah, um, I got arrested. Yes, you did for doing dodgy deals. Yeah, I was I was sat dealing spice with Han Solo, <laughs> right at the point where they were doing the bit where uh, yeah, this is basically he sh- he's just about to shoot Greedo or something like that. Anyway, oh yeah, so- yeah. stormtroopers open up the the booth. I'm sat with Han Solo, and I get arrested. <laughs> I got arrested with him and Chewbacca. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm like, oh great. Yeah, I remember seeing you in prison, thinking, "Yeah, there we go." Yeah, of even in even a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> end up drunk and disorderly in a prison or something. Yeah, but... Nice, nice. But yeah, it was a good experience. Uh, and like I say, I'm not a fan of these films, but uh, yeah, I had a really, really good time. And, and I... it was a nice long. It was worth its money. I think it was about eighty quid. Uh, but we got there. We had a roast. Um, of course, we did. Got dressed um, up. Got dressed up well. Yeah, yeah. Lot, we were all dressed up, but Darren got dressed up near the venue, so he had to do a Superman. He went into like a, a photo booth to get changed at one of the stations, didn't you? Yes, yes. But I wasn't going to travel across London. I mean, <laughs> but 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 we were all dressed like that. And this so. is London. Yeah, it's I know. A strange place. But Even yet you're happily getting to address in Henley and and well, Henley's fine. It's, it's going across the road in. Uh, um, Maidenhead, that's the scary <laughs> bit. In, in. Uh, and that's not just like dressing up in a dress. That's when we go to the 80s, I dress up as uh, Freddie Mercury from the... Uh... Oh, I didn't... Re- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funny fuck there. So that was our first experience together, really, of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And what a way to watch it, though. With, with I don't know, 3,000 other people, something like that? Yeah, but do you know what? It, it didn't feel... Because no, they had no, loads of screens yeah. going at the same time, it yeah. didn't feel like you were too far away, or it was just a really, really good experience. Very different to the Moulin Rouge experience, which I did like the year after, maybe two years right. after. And that was more, that was, as you might imagine, more hedonistic. It was a bit mm. more like you were drinking a lot. No bad thing. I, I, I remember leaving, well, I barely remember leaving Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't do Moulin Rouge. I did uh, 28 Days Later. And then, yeah, uh, was how crap. was that? Right. It was absolute rubbish. Yeah, it's a shame because I would have loved to have done the, the Back to the Future one as well, which is oh, what I first heard about it, wasn't God, it? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. But anyway, maybe they'll do that again at some point. So those are, that's our little... Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you get a chance to go to um, a secret cinema, if they're doing the right one, uh, I'd suggest... Yeah, that's the it. thing. I think you've got to go... I mean, yes, you went to a film because I know roughly how you feel about this film. Mm-hmm. But I think you've got to choose the right film, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I've never been Not interested... Not days later. Or a Bond one. I've never been interested in go to a Bond mm. one or... Um, Dirty Dancing I'd like to see. Mm. I think that'd be quite good. Okay. <laughs> Again, not my cup of tea. Like Moulin Rouge isn't my cup of tea either, but there we go. But there's booze. But there is booze. And that is definitely my cup of tea. <laughs> well, <you're, yeah>. <laughs> Anywho. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, initial reactions then. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a great time. I always have a great time watching Empire. Yeah. And see, I used to watch this film every Sunday after Sunday school. <laughs> I would come back and I'd watch it on VHS. Mm-hmm. And uh I'd, I'd watched Saw 3, so I'd take it in turns. But this one has always been particularly of the original trilogy. And I think a lot of people have got the same opinion. It's their favourite, mm. you know, um, out of the original three. Right. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Star Wars films uh, because I'm not a fan of sci-fi in general, I suppose. Um, yeah, which is crazy because you, yeah. you love Doctor uh, Who, exactly. but you don't like any other sci-fi. It's mad. Absolutely mad. Yeah, but I always thought this one was uh, the best of the original three. And I still sort of do. I still sort of do, but it's, I was surprised that actually it's just a rehash of the first film. It's uh, every <laughs> trying to subtly open a can here. Um, yeah, I was surprised it's just a rehash of the first film. Everything that happens in it pretty much happens in the first film as well, just in a different order. And that really took me by surprise. You're looking at me like I've just chat on the floor. Well, no, I just, I no, I don't see that. Do you not? No. So Skywalker gets knocked unconscious. Right. Yeah. Uh, Leia's captured by Vader. Right. Luke uh, and a Jedi Master in a cave. Yeah. Uh, there's a lightsaber fight with a bad outcome. There's always a lightsaber fight, for God's sake. And it's exactly the same in both films. The rebels are abandoned by someone who has a change of heart. Mm-hmm. And, and the battles are just overly long, uh, and the rebels are outweighed by the, um, what are they called? 
the empire. The empire, right, okay. but they still sort of win. It's, well, it's just the same thing. But they don't sort of order. win at all. I mean, they, they don't they lose, do they? They escape. Yeah, you know. Well, you say they win in the first film. They destroy the the, the big ship. Thing. Yeah, but they don't certainly win in this film. Mm. If, you know, they they're getting pounded by the empire. But like I said, there's a lot of things that just happen in both films, just in a different order. Okay, well, that can be argued about any Star Wars film, I guess. If you can say, well, there tends to be a lightsaber fight, there's normally a space battle, normally the Empire's winning. But things like or... Skywalker being knocked out by some weird alien creature. Yeah. Uh, and the same with a Jedi Master in a cave. Uh, Leah captured by Vader. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like one of the rebels going away and then having to change their heart and coming back. Okay. It's just a bit lazy, right, I think. Um, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to disagree with you a lot on yeah. this. But you can't disagree with that because it's, it's, it's the truth. Uh, it happens in both films. It, yeah, okay, but you could say the word the happens in a, a couple That's of That's not the same. <laughs> the isn't a, isn't a plot line. Well, I, I'm, I never really think about Leia getting captured as a plot line because I don't really. She's, she's captured for all of like 30 seconds. But it still happens in both. Fine, okay. I just think it's too long. I think you'd easily shave 45 minutes off it. No. Easily. That first 20 minutes, fuck all happens. He goes out, gets captured, and comes back. Yeah. There's no storyline there. Well, I tell you, before we get too deep into it, right. shave 45 minutes, you sacrilegious <laughs> bastard. Just saying. <laughs> Let's go deeper into it, and I'll, okay. uh, I'll, I'll sum it up, shall I? Okie dokie. Okay, long-time listeners to the podcast will know that at this point, uh, Matt has a challenge to give us the synopsis of the film in as many seconds as the film has minutes. Yes. So, Matthew, how long was the film? Two hours and four minutes. Fuck me. Two hours, four minutes. You have two minutes and four seconds to give us the synopsis. Are you ready? I would not need that long. No, I about four seconds would do it. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> if you're ready, let's have the jingle. And go. We catch up with our heroes on an ice planet rebel base. Luke is out scouting when he goes to investigate a meteor and gets fucked up by a wampa. Han goes to find him. Meanwhile, Luke escapes and sees a vision of Obi-Wan Kenobi who tells him to find Yoda. Han makes a shelter for them and they get rescued. Anyway, the asteroid turns out to be a probe droid and the rebels have no choice but to get out of there. They take on a ground assault and Luke escapes to find Yoda and Han Solo, Chewie and Co are fleeing the Imperial fleet. Luke finds Yoda, and he gets his training underway with Yoda, whilst the, the others in the Falcon take refuge in an asteroid, which happens to have a creature in it. They escape and fool the Empire by parking on one of its ships. They then escape, and before the fleet, uh, they escape before the fleet go to light speed, and one of the bounty hunters that Vader's put on their tail follows them to a mining colony owned by Lando, one of Han's old buddies. Luke is continuing his training when he has a vision that his friends are in trouble and he leaves to rescue them against the advice of Yoda and the Force Ghosts of Obi-Wan. Turns out, Lando fucked them all over, so the Empire arrived just before they did and Vader has a plan to trap Luke. Han Solo is put into carbonite and Leia and Chewie are under guard when Luke arrives. Lando does have a change of heart and he helps out the crew of the Falcon, but it's too late to save Han who is now in possession of Boba Fett. Luke faces off against Vader and loses his hand in a duel. Vader reveals that he indeed once had sexy time because he is Luke's father. Luke freaks out and jumps off a platform and falls through the city and he connects with Leia who's now in the Falcon with Lando, Chewie and the droid. They make the jump to hyperspace and meet up with the rebel fleet. New hand attached, they're about to implement a plan to rescue Han Solo as the credits roll to the genius that is John Williams. Nice. Okay, so you had, uh, just to remind us how long the film was? Two, four. Two minutes. Uh, two out Two hours four, so you had uh, two minutes, four seconds. Yeah. You did it in, drum roll. One minute, 45 and a half seconds. There we are. There you go. I, I shall drink. Mm. Nice. So there we are. That there is, we go. That's, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one, because this is obviously uh, one of your favourite films. Yeah, I mean, it is. And it's it's an important film to me. I, I Look, I'm not going to get defensive if you don't like it. That's kind of, that's your thing. You yeah, know, exactly. It's, exactly. Um, but I just, I guess it's got such, I mean, resonant memories for me and just so many cool sequences. I, yep. d- I mean, I, <laughs> I, I know it could be argued, I mean, the amount of toys that came from this thing, but I remember having... Um, so the walkers, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the uh, the Atats, Atats. Yep. yeah, I had one of those. My mum was like, everyone wanted them. I had one, and so my mum was saying it was like I was carrying a, a metal dog <laughs> with me everywhere. 
Yeah, but they I mean, were everywhere. I mean, the, the Millennium Falcon was everywhere. The Atats were everywhere. I mean, yeah, I mean, how much money did that man make out of retaining the, the merchandise rights? Well, not just that. I mean, it's because of that. The studio wanted, um, obviously, a bigger slice of the pie, and he mm. went, no, I'm fi- I'm financing this one. Yeah, he took out a loan, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. took a bank loan. I mean, that's that takes balls. But I suppose you yeah. just had a hit with Star Wars. Exactly, exactly. Merchandise has gone pretty well. The dollar's flown in, so you're yeah. like, well... I think that if, if I read rightly, he... he it cost eighteen million dollars or something, and so yeah. far it's recouped like five hundred and fifty million. It's, That's not a bad return, it's, it's is it? It's okay. It's okay. I mean, well, I think I might have just said recouped as well. I meant recouped. Yeah, but I, and also he sold Lucasfilm for something like four billion. Poor bastard. Yeah, I, I think from what I understand though, he did give half of that to charity. Well, he's not going to need it, is he? I know, but that's still nice though. Isn't <laughs> yeah, of course he didn't it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So some little factoids. Nice, nice. Um, so apparently. Um, it it was unclear whether Alec Guinness was going to be able to return as Obi Wan. Okay, yeah, uh, he just had an eye operation, right? And he did agree, and he worked for one day. Okay, uh, he arrived at eight thirty, completed his scenes by one o'clock. Wow, and he was paid a quarter of a percentage point of the movie's gross. <gasps> oh my <laughs> god! I mean, you've had worse mornings, right? <laughs> Bloody hell! That's a nice, that's a fucking lovely, well. <laughs> but, I mean, getting there at 8.30 in the morning, finished by one, yeah. and a quarter of a percentage point for that film. Gee. Yeah, very nice. Trying to figure out what, how much that, well, I guess that might have expired when he passed away. Yeah, probably. Fucking hell. I mean, cause, yeah, he's, he's literally in it for 10, 10 lines, if that. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, very nice. Apparently the space suit worn by one of the bounty hunters was previously used in The 10th Planet. Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. See, I, I mean, I've, I've been there's... digging for stuff that you might like. Yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Yeah, okay. And there's so many Doctor Who alumni in this film. It's crazy. Yeah. Boba Fett is, uh, Jeremy Bullock was in. Was yeah, in recently passed away. Last month, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think. Well, at the time of recording, last month. Last yeah. month, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Michael Sheard, Julian Glover, Milton Johns is there as well. It's crazy. I mean, it is, you know, because a lot of it, I think it, was it, we've talked about this before, which studio was it? Elstree. Yeah, there's a couple of things. Apparently, well, I'll get onto the other one. Uh, but apparently, right, the Darth Vader ship, like the yes. big ass yeah, yeah. superstar destroyer. Do you know how long that's meant to be? <laughs> a mile. See, i I'd, I'd never, I'd never thought about this until I was do, I was doing a lot of the research for for this because I I've just enjoyed Empire Strikes Back for yeah. the Empire Strikes Back. So apparently, the fact it is, it's meant to be 19 kilometers long. Nine zero one nine. Nineteen. Yeah, eleven point eight miles long. Wow. Imagine Big that. Bastard, isn't it? I mean, so you're at one end of the ship, you're like, oh, works at the front, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, if I set off now, I could be there in four hours. <laughs> Where are you going? I just got to take this message to Darth. <laughs> See you tonight. <laughs> yeah, <this is> it. <laughs> if your quarters are right at the back of the ship and you work at the bridge, you're like, oh, fuck. How did they get it up there? They've got, well, the Empire have got a lot of money, <laughs> haven't they? They used the force. They've got an awful lot of money. Well, there's that as well, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Miles long. So there we go. It's just a couple of little little nice. factoids. But, nice. Um, highlights of the film for you? Uh, I mean, the 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 <laughs> <None>. um, <laughs> the end. The bit where it stopped and had an ice cream. No, um, the, the, the battles, they, they, they look good. And, and um, I watched it on Blu-ray, yeah. so I'm not sure what was replaced or anything like that. But um, knowing the the original uh, the original Star Wars film, I know how impressive the, the effects from the 70s were. Even yeah. now, they still look good. So, yeah, I think the, the battle on Hoth, Hath, Hoth, Hoth, okay. Hith, whatever it's called. I know it might be a question. Oh, later. Yeah, okay, uh, that's that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, um, and I love the attacks. They, they look great. They still look great now. Some of the stop motion stuff is 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 really good. It um, is actually, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way it's it's actually mixed with live action as well is 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 is, is it's impressive. It's clever. Now. Yeah. So that's uh, See, apparently Lucas wanted a battle to happen on on the ice because it's easy to hide stuff in space, but it's right. not so easy to hide it. Uh, you know, nice. um, someone that's so, bright yeah. white. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a highlight. I enjoyed that, and I liked. I, I mean, Darth Vader is just such a great character. I don't think he's as horrible as he could be. I mean, he only kills two people in this film, but um, yeah, acted very, very well. I mean, what what a voice James L. Jones has got. Uh, it would be so different, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Dave Prowse doing the voice. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean that that's two two definite highlights for me. I mean, he's I think he's been rated as one of the greatest villains of all time, or yeah. something like it that. D- doesn't surprise doesn't me. Doesn't surprise me at all. I, well, I don't remember before from watching it. It's how much of a fucking pain in the ass C three PO is. Oh, I just kill him off. He gets more annoying yeah. with all the films. What an absolute dick! 
just turn the fucker off. Honestly, he was really winding me up last night. I don't know why. I mean, I've got a love-hate relationship with 3PO because, you know, it was it was the droids that brought you into the mm. world. Um, but Anthony Daniels, man, he is... Yeah, apparently he's not the um, the easiest of guys to get on But with, also, he's, he's like, whenever you see 3PO somewhere, you're like, bet you did the voice for that. Because he does the voice for him all yeah. the time. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. So when I watched Rebels and Clone Wars, stuff like that, yeah, it was, yeah he was he was doing the voice because... He can't let it go. Well, not and just it's a nice that. little learner. Why would you let it go? Oh, exactly, though? exactly. If you're getting paid, but I bet he does so... it when he's walking down the street. Yeah, if what you ring up to get a restaurant, you know, something like. Hello, I'd like to make yeah. a. <laughs> Hello, can I make a booking, please? I'm sorry, I've got none, no seats available. Are you sure? <laughs> right, here we go. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, even if I say to you, R two, what are you doing? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> but what a pain in the ass he is. Yeah. A little fucking Noel. See, I love I love R2. R2's great. Love R2. I still can't figure out how Kenny Baker fit in that bloody costume, though. Yeah. I think Did, his arms... Did he arms, just stand inside and, I think and wiggle? His, his arms went round down the feet, right. I think. Right. They do a Star Wars celebration every few years. And I got to go to the one in London, uh, the XL Centre. Oh, I remember. I've seen the pictures of this. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, was, that was so much fun. But I remember I was walking up because I, I was working there. A friend of mine had a comic book store. So I got to go in early. The people are queuing up, and I'm walking into this entrance where, you know, the the the, the celebs are walking in. I'm right. there walking in with my pass. So I'm walking, yeah, next to Peter Mayhew and nice. Dave Prowse and stuff. I'm like, nice. fucking hell, <laughs> huge. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm five eight. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, and you on know, a good day. And you know, these guys bless them. You know, they were they were getting older, and they've just they they've passed and stuff. But mm. it was um, they were sort of on canes and things. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to remember, the first film was well forty-four years ago this year. Mm-hmm. That's mad. I mean, if, imagine if we got like cast in a film now, and forty-four years down the line, we were doing conventions and stuff. Well, I, said, I wasn't born when Star Wars came out. Ah, shut up. <laughs> Sorry, when A New Hope came out. Star Wars. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, this film's got a lot of positive memories for me. Yeah. I mean, there's there are some. I I had getting my critic head on. I had a few issues with it. I was watching it today. I was like, mm, okay, like. You know, what is the timeline when they leave, you know, the ice planet, which I'm not going to mention just in case it's a question. <laughs> so oh, to, you to where they dog. get to, you know, the, the Cloud City, right? Yeah. Doesn't seem like a long time because they're evading the Empire and they're stuck in, 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 a, in a meteor or an asteroid, yeah. whatever else. How much, how much training can Luke go through in that time? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, it's just there overnight, isn't he, for a start? Pretty well, much. Looks. I didn't even have a proper montage. You just see him running through the woods. I don't know. I just, I do think it could just do with a good tightening up. Like I said, I think, I think it's just way too long. The, the, the first 20 minutes, not much happens. He gets lost and he gets found and he goes back. The bit on the asteroid, when they go through the asteroid belt, they fly a bit, they yeah. hide a bit, they repair a bit, the meteor's alive a bit, and then they fly again a bit, and then they're in Cloud City. Yeah. And it's just, just, it's just, for me, it's just a series of vignettes rather than just get on with it. Okay. And I think that was probably one of my biggest problems with it, watching it last night. It's too slow. I think it just needs pace. Yeah. Do, do you understood it okay, though, yeah? <laughs> Not much to I'm understand. joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I can see the, the, the attraction, but it's, it's just not my, 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 but, my type of yeah, film. Yeah, I guess. So. But I, maybe the bits where you say it's slow as well. and you oh, know, it's and, so slow. But maybe, you know, people that really love the universe love spending time in that universe. And even if it is a slow attack on, you know, a rebel base and things like that. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I, see, the first 20 minutes, because I, I remember watching that. I do remember vividly as a kid watching that. You say not a lot happens. Fucking Luke Skywalker is kidnapped. Yeah, and then he's set free. Yes, thank really easily. For that. <laughs> but I, as a kid, I'm shitting myself. I'm Cut like, it. get rid of it. Just have the the probe landing on the planet and then the attack happening. Wallop, bang into the action. Brilliant. Oh, Darren, no, no, it's so slow. It's so slow. Don't make me get your wife up here. <laughs> <laughs> forty five minutes. I reckon you could lose easily. <laughs> you could not lose forty five minutes. Give me a right. Sit me. I'll edit. I'll re-edit it. Might be much more interesting. Uh? <laughs> yeah, t- t- I got bored about halfway through. Okay. I have to be honest. It's just purely because very little had happened. It's just a lot, lots of running around. I mean, I get bored in Doctor Who when very little happens. Uh, and I still love it. But I don't know. It, it, I just I just found it very, very slow. And I just wanted to be a bit... I just wanted more. Okay. Having said all that, I enjoyed it. It's an enjoyable romp. It's your typical space opera. And it looks great. Even with the, the bits they fucked about with now. Yeah, later, I, I, they, which they... 
they stand up like a sore thumb now. Mm. And the bits that they put in the 97 version, mm. you know, they just, they, they, they don't sit well with the film as it was filmed. Mm. And they don't sit well now. They sit somewhere that was shoehorned in the 90s. Exactly, exactly. And apparently that's the definitive version. And um, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think they added a lot to Empire, if I'm, no. if I'm right. But if anything, they need to take stuff away. <laughs> All right, Darren. I get, I get, I get. It's not your cup of tea. But I did enjoy. I, I said it. I enjoyed it. It's a good. It's a good romp. But it's not my cup of tea. I mean, in, in general, it's just not my cup of tea. These these types of films are not my thing. So I, I'm I'm not going to enthuse about them. No, I can enjoy bits of them, and I, I, the actors are great. What What struck me as well, which I mean, a very brave thing to still be doing as well, was using puppets. Yeah. They don't always work. Uh, I, th- I think Yoda, it, it especially, is, is quite poor now. But at the time, now, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now, I mean, I'm, but I'm glad they, have, for want of a better word, I'm glad they haven't gone back in and touched him up. Me, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but it's just that thing with every time, yeah, every film you see with puppets in, when they try and talk, it is literally just opening and closing. Mm. There's, there's no nuance. But that every film, TV program of the, of the that of that era is guilty of that. You can't do anything about that. But you know, thank God, Frank Oz is there to voice him. And look at the practice. I mean, that that yeah, on on uh, where they meet Yoda. What I I was looking at today, and it's it's when the X wing is there. Yeah, uh, you know, he's talking to Yoda. Obviously, you know, Alec Guinness has done his four hours and fucked off, but <laughs> for his <laughs> millions million yeah. pounds. But he's climbed up into that. That X wing is there. It's you know, it's it, it's built. Yeah. They built that. It's not superimposed by a computer later exactly, on. Exactly, exactly. It's nice that, the th- that most of the stuff is practical. It's physical. Yeah. Again, it goes on too long. Oh, yeah. Okay, listen. You've said it goes on too long and I've taken that on board. But that okay. scene especially <laughs> as well. Get on with it. No. Yes. It's, no. Have a montage. No. Do, do it all in 30 seconds and fuck off and save the others. Oh. So slow. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, and uh, obviously there's a lot of matte paintings towards the end. Mm-hmm. But I... I mean, I look at the, you know, where he's fighting the lightsaber fight at the end, and that those shots—they're just—they're seared into my brain now because mm. they are iconic shots, and you see it repeated. You know, you got the line, you got the line, yeah, which you must have seen that. I mean, so many times that that set, if you like that, yeah. Um, but again, let's see. I think it's yes. All right, I'm, I'm guessing you're going to say it's too long. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> but also that the whole thing about—is this a? Is this a space opera or is it a fucking soap opera? It goes down the the, the whole relationship route. Yeah. And I don't think I needed the twist with, um, I'm your father. Oh, Darren. Uh, and, then, and then next we find out it's his fucking sister. Brilliant. Yeah, well, that obviously wasn't thought about in this film, was it? When Just, she snogs him. Exactly. Yeah. That obviously um, wasn't thought about. But, I mean, I, I, it's, you know... I love that twist. Mm-hmm. I, I I remember there's a couple of twists in this when I was I was like shocked as a kid. I do remember being shocked about I am your father. I was like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you didn't say that then. Well, even James L. Jones said that when he recorded the dialogue, he was like, he's lying then. Okay. Mm. He thought that Darth Vader was lying. Right. And, you know, I mean, and, and for now, I mean, that's, and, and now even years and years later, it's still heralded as one of the biggest, reveals yeah i just don't think it's necessary personally i think it's very necessary but yeah. that's because of the film yeah i don't think it is but i just don't think that that, that whole plot line is necessary just get on with having a having a fight yeah i get that I mean, in the grand scheme of mm. things uh, yeah if you're looking at it as an individual film yeah. which you well, are well two films at that point yes at that yeah. point but no, it's, I, that was such a such a great reveal because then it's that whole it it expands the mythology of that's Luke. the problem for me. It's setting up something else. It's it's a cash in. It's moment. it is definitely it's it's definitely a, a second film because it's got that cliffhanger going into yeah. yeah. But that was brave as well back in the day, in my opinion, because they never knew whether you know it was going to go on to make a third film. Yeah, but even if it didn't, it, it's yeah, you're still going to make a nice bit of money out of it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. So. I don't know. It's just um. I think it's too long. I think too much happens that doesn't need to you be there. You should have mentioned that you thought yeah, it was too no, long. Yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, to be fair, the, the fight at the end, even at one point, says, God, this looks really slow now. It does, uh, but and, only and because of what has up. come since. So what we've been treated to since, I mean, the prequels for all their sins, the lightsaber fights were snappy and fast yeah. and exciting, yeah. whereas these back in the day, they were just finding their feet, I suppose. Yeah, not convinced, not convinced. But there we go. 
It is. It is. It's um. It's it, horses for courses. No one's going to like every film. No, no, no. I'm not. St- I'm just saying the lightsaber fight's looking slow. I get that with all the stuff we've been treated to with the prequels and the sequels. Yeah, but then you, when you look at something that's older, um, things like Enter the Dragon, the, the fights there aren't slow. They're, they're cut much pacier. And I think that's that just cut a bit out. <laughs> Sake. Do you want to lose some of the running time on this film, Darren? <laughs> I think I might have mentioned it. I think you might have. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talking of running time, fuck me. I think we better have a little break. This month's special Patreon episode is available now. Huckleberry Finn and his friends. Nice. Which also starred, which was, I think was a Canadian-German uh, co-production, and that also starred Bridget Horney, who was in hiding. Bridget Horney. Bridget Horney. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Oh, Bridget. I'll drink to old Mrs. Orney. Welcome to our first Patreon special of 2021. How did you guess? Ah, nice. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so we're wide awake. It's good to know you're ready and you're wide awake. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Which was basically just full of ghosts. Rent-a-ghost. Rent-a-ghost. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I loved Rent-a-ghost. Absolutely adored Rent-a-ghost. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just, well, it, it, again, it scared the piss out of me. So, if I was to say to you, stand back Superman, Iceman, Spider-Man, yep. Batman and Robin too, <laughs> what am I talking about? Supergram! I'm talking about Supergram. Oh my God, I'd forgotten about Super. Why is Supergram not on my list? <laughs> oh, what an idiot. Our top five childhood TV, TV? programs. Yeah, I guess so. All 80s Adventure Patreon special episodes are available via subscription from the website patreon.com slash 80s Adventure or check out 80sadventure.co.uk for further details. And, and we're, we're back. back. Yes, we are. Part two of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Uh, and this, so in this section, we will be looking at the cast. Um, obviously, being a sequel, there's not a lot of alternative casting I could find. Mm-hmm. However, apparently, Billy D. Williams yeah. had auditioned for Han Solo. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of a yeah. nice little bit of serendipitous. Serendipity. Yeah, I guess he was remembered after the audition then. And, uh, yeah. Like yeah. So nice. that, that's that's kind of nice. And then I suppose with the alternate casting, we could say in the re-releases, it was um, Ian McDermott who was playing the Emperor. But before, it was, um, I believe the face was a lady. Uh, and they, a lady? And, yeah, a lady. And they'd, they'd put sort of uh, superimposed almost like chimp eyes on her and stuff like that. Oh, so okay. it all looked a bit distorted. Right. And the voice was? Uh, Mark Revel. There we are. A uh, Clive Revel, sorry. Right. <laughs> who I believe also has a, a, a Who uh, connection as well. Of course. <laughs> of course. Who? Yeah. That could do with being shorter. It's been 50 odd years. So. Oh, well, yeah, the, I mean, the last 10 years don't count, to be fair. No, they don't. Pile of shite. <laughs> right. Oh, no, let's start working our way through. Yay. Don't know why I did that. Uh, right. Mark. It's not in it as much as it should be. I think that's another problem for me as well. You like Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I think that for me, that in the first film, that's your way into the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's who you're supposed to identify with, I suppose. And he gets very much sidelined. Yes, he has the opening overly long section. <laughs> yes, he has the opening section. Uh, but then he, he separates from, from them all and uh, it doesn't get back to them. No, but there's a, lot, there's a lot of stuff with him and Yoda. Yeah. But it, it's not, yeah. He's, Again, he's, it's the setup for the, for, the, for the next film. Yeah, he's starting his training so he can become a Jedi Knight. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got asked to bulk up a little bit for this. I mean, he's doing a few more weights because he was doing a bit more, you know, short sleeve stuff in this. A weedy little fucker. <laughs> and also, I mean, uh, what I understand, uh, he had a car accident just after oh, okay. um, A New Hope. And, um, I know what. <laughs> and I think they wrote in... I could be wrong. I mean, there's there's so many reports on the mm. internet and stuff that they wrote in the Wampa attack at the beginning as well, in the back to tank and things like that that he's in to um, you know and to excuse anything that might you know scarring on his face. But he, yeah, 
he was pretty much back to normal by oh, the time. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. I suppose use it if it's there. Uh, and I think I, I think he really conveys like at the end as well that whole he was he was the only person on set that knew the line. So because I think Prowse said you know. Um, no, Obi-Wan killed your father or something like that, you know. And so Mark Hamill was the only one that knew right. what the line meant. Nice. And I thought I thought he was great in that, though. And he's so emotional and he's so... Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from his acting at all. He's, he's very, very good. I just wanted to see more of him being involved with the main action, I think. And I think he spends too long out of it in this film. Okay. Someone that doesn't spend a lot of time out of the action then is Mr. Ford himself, who loves Star Wars. Yes. Yeah, um, well, he apparently, from, from, from what I read, uh, wasn't sure he was going to come back if there were any more sequels. Uh, so he had a different line about when she said, when he was put into the car. Yeah, line. yeah, yeah. It was, um, it, I love you. And she, she says, I love you. And he was meant to say something like, I'll be uh, back. I'll, I will come back for you, yeah. blah, blah. And he, he had a discussion with uh, Irving Kirshner and went, and also, it's a much cooler line, though, isn't it? Which is, I know. I know, yeah. Again, Damn it, just... that's, that, that was going to be your complete the quote this week, wasn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, again, like I say, he just comes across as a bit of a dick. I mean, he's... The funny thing is, though, I, uh, you know, I went to um, uh, Disney a few yeah. years ago and yeah. they, they've got the whole Star Wars franchise. So a friend of ours bought a T-shirt for, for him and his, his <laughs> wife. The, the ladies one says, I love you. The man one says, I know. Nice. It's nice. great, right? <laughs> Um, I found I found him quite aggressive in this. Yeah, really aggressive and very pushy with her. Yes, he's a bit of a sex pest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like, oh, you love me, baby. Blah blah blah. I was mm. like, you're a dick. Um, yeah, but it's just it's Han, isn't it? It's Han Solo, and you kind of go, well, okay, Han. Yeah, Han. Oh, Han. Well, you know, the I'm... only one that calls him Han is Luke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's not in it. Ah. Uh? How's that cocktail going down? Is it going down all right? That's gone out fucking brilliant. <laughs> um, Carrie Fisher, superb. Love so, her. I was reading that she was she was quite a party animal back in the day. Imagine that. And from what I understand, I like her, Harrison Ford, blah blah. They were all getting pissed at Eric Idle's house. We have nothing to verify this, so in case it's not true, it's yeah, it's just stuff on the. We've heard, and they went on to set the next day for the. I think it was the Cloud City stuff. So. Uh, yeah, and they were drinking cocktails till God knows stupid o'clock in the morning and then going to work. Who would ever do that? Imagine that. That's outrageous. No, we just drink while we're doing this. Yeah. But no, she's great. <laughs> she's charming. She always has been. I, I think she's just a great actress. Yeah, I, and she's beautiful. I love her. And she is perfect as Leah. I can't see anyone else playing Leah. That's it. Mm. Um, what a shame we lost her so, so soon. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, okay, Lando. Yeah, it arrives quite late in the, in, in the film, but um, Billy D. Williams is superb. I really like him, and you know he's gonna he's gonna betray them in the film. But I didn't. Did you not? But that I mean, is that with with hindsight? Because I mean, bear in mind, I was a kid when I was watching this. Yeah, and no, fair enough. Maybe. Maybe. It was a shock for me that door opened and Vader sat there. I'm like, what the fuck is Vader doing sat there? I, I just think it's because because of Han Solo. You know, if, if it's a friend of his, it's going to be. You don't know who you can trust. Yeah, exactly. We've all got those friends. <laughs> We've all got those yeah. people that we know that yeah, are that slightly dodgy. Yeah, but no, he's yeah, he's great and he's charming though. And yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of that is a backdoor setup just in case, uh, just in case Harrison Ford didn't come back. Could be, yeah. Yeah, he he fulfills the role of the scoundrel, but he's he's great. Yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. And as an actor, he's worked in a lot of stuff. You know, he was in Dynasty for 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 ages, North and South. I used to love North and South. Yeah, Eighteen Wheels of Justice. I don't know that, but he was in that for a long time. Um, so yeah, he's, he's a job and actor, and, and still around now, still working, which is great. Okay. Uh, Darth Vader as a whole, I guess, is made up of a couple of people. That's one way of putting it, yeah. I mean, Prowse, he's you know, physically intimidating, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, yeah, he was he was fine. I, apparently he got very pissed off <laughs> that he didn't know. Right. Because he said he would have adjusted his physicality. But, mm. yeah. So, uh, and James Earl Jones is phenomenal. Yeah. God bless him. I mean, this is difficult. I mean, you do, you do have people like Peter Mayhew, Chewbacca, Kenny Baker, RTD2. You know, we can go into these, but a lot of them are their suit performances. Exactly, yeah. They're, um, I mean, it would be insulting to say that they're 
just basically extras. They're, well, they're not. No, no, no. no. Um, they're very much, you know, the, Peter Mayhew developed a lovely walk and things like this for, for Chewbacca. But, he developed this character, yeah, but there's not a lot we can go into detail no, to exactly, say about them. Exactly, because they don't, we don't actually see their acting range within this. It's I just mean, their physicality. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Daniels is C-3PO. We, we see him do his physicality, but at least mm. we hear some of his voice. Which you know? we didn't, but we did. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I get you. And the older I get, it's... The more annoying it is, but yeah. then I suppose it's like Jar Jar Binks in the. Uh... That's just ridiculous. Well, do, do you know what I mean? But that's that was written for the kids. He's written for mm. the kids. He's. Um, I remember watching this with Mum years ago, and she was giggling away at, right. at everything three PO was saying. Right, you know. So some people do like it. Yeah, I can't see why personally, but yeah, I get that. Oh, you were just pissed off because the film was too long, but <laughs> I wasn't pissed off. I don't even get this from. I just... okay, okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, yeah. you were, what What is kind of funny in there, though, is um, you had... Oh, what the fuck's his name? Wedge. Wedge. Wedge? Uh, yes, Dennis Lawson. Yes. He played Wedge. Who still looks now as he did then. And his nephew, mm. Ewan McGregor. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Which is... Uh, so he grew up with his uncle being, like, nice. in Star Wars. And then all of a sudden, he's fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> is he? I don't remember that bit. Well, him fucking... <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's amazing, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anybody else you want to yap about? I mean, it's it's difficult um, to talk about the Emperor because it wasn't the Emperor originally. I mean, essentially, there's a, there's a small cast of of, of main actors yeah. and, and plenty of others that are sort of dotted around it that, that come and go. Julian Glover mm-hmm. is superb, but then you don't really see him after the, 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 the ice attack. And Well, didn't he die in, a, in an attack? Did he? I don't know. So I don't. I thought he was in the one that that, that survived. Right. Okay. I, I can't remember. I can't. Remember. You're asking me. Uh, but yeah, Julian Glover is one of our greatest actors. He was in Game of Thrones, uh, Doctor Who, like I said, and and also was uh, the the big baddie in uh, Last Crusade. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's superb. That's too. <laughs> I don't know. I've watched it for ages. When we watch it, maybe I'll say the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, we could cock on just about people that are sort of background performers. Well, but also I do. I would like to mention quickly. Uh, we talked briefly in the last section about Jeremy Bullock, mm-hmm. who was uh, who was Boba, Boba Fett, Fett, yeah, who doesn't get mentioned by name in the film, but it's just bounty hunter, yeah, just bounty hunter. But uh, but that that character became a, a sensation. Yes, as we're saying, the, the character's still around now. Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, any spoilers for for Mandalorian and stuff? But yeah, uh, Mando, Mando. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the best thing that happened to Star Wars in a long time, but. Yeah, Jeremy Bullock, it was, he was, I, I liked what he did, but he didn't have a lot to do. No. So that is the cast, really. Yeah. <laughs> I know it feels like we skirted through it, but I mean, you got the big ones and we've, we chatted about them. And I think, um, I think we've talked a lot about this film. Yeah. I think we need to then look at the music behind the film. It's all right. And you know, I'm lying there. <laughs> What's going on? Are you alright, Daz? I'm so cold. Why are you so cold? I've lost my favourite Def Leppard t-shirt. Oh, if only I knew somewhere else to buy another t-shirt. Do you know what, Darren? It's funny you should say that because we now have 80s Adventure t-shirts. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you've got to do is head over to 80sadventure.com, click shop and see what we have on offer. It's a way of supporting the show and there's also some fun designs with a lovely 80s feel. Uh, 80s Adventure t-shirts. Oh, uh, I'm going to go to the shop right now. Bye. Darren, it's an online shop. And we're back. Yes, we are. It is part three of The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And in this section, we'll be looking at the music and then on to quiz. Yeah, which I think you're going to win this week. Yeah, but I think every week and I don't. Yeah, but I mean, for me, this, this well, as we know, it's not my favourite film. It, it, and as I said to you before, even if you can't answer some of mine, I don't think I'm going to be able to answer any of yours. Well, then, we don't know. We don't. I mean, one we'll of my it. questions is about the running time. So. <laughs> is the answer A, too long, B, too short, or C, just right? Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> All right, okay, so I think, I mean, we have to talk about fucking John Williams' score. Oh, my God. Who? John Williams' score. Never heard of him. No? No. 
Has he done much? Yeah, I mean, think think of a film from the 80s. I think we've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this, for me, is, is in a... Is in, it's in a class of its own. It's in a league of its own. The man is an absolute genius. Um, uh, just now, from what I read, Darren, yes, I think they got him to do as well. They got him to uh, re-record the 20th century. Oh yes, Fox. yeah, I think he does it for. Oh, I think he did it for the first three. Did he? I might be wrong. I think that was part of leading into then the because the, each of the opening um, fan uh, they did the opening fanfare and then the opening thing together yeah I think they did the fanfare as well nice that's great and why wouldn't you why wouldn't you I mean we've, we've been at the Albert Hall with oh, this music playing haven't we nearly 10 years ago yeah wow and just hearing this music it's played live is just just superb I mean the guys uh, I'm going to infuse uh, just I cannot say anything bad about John Williams maybe it's a little bit repetitive but I don't care because the themes are so so good, they, but the themes are—I uh, mean—they follow the characters. I mean, exactly. I, I they're, know they're, exactly what's like they, they, yeah. they, Each character has their own theme, but not just the characters. The situations—they're they're just ramped up by the music. I mean, you've got these soaring, beautiful sort of Rossini-esque strings, uh, and you've got this this brass, and, and, and he even introduces uh, quite a heavy piano bit in in some places in this, which is quite—he uh, doesn't do that often. And it's just whereabouts is that? Then? Oh, I can't remember, but I remember watching. The, Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. There's, 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 there's a lot of piano, there. and and it's, it's great. It's just the man is a genius. I mean, the, the one standout theme for me is, is the Imperial March. Fuck me, that's amazing. Isn't My it? God, what a piece of music! Uh, as I sent you just now, we um, during the break. The reason I knew it was James L. Jones's ninetieth uh, today is because uh, I listened to an eighties radio show, and and uh, Gary Davis is the presenter. He mentioned it, and uh, then he played the Imperial March. My God, it's just. There's something about that theme that uh, is just, it's, I mean, it's balls out, you know, exactly what it is about. It's, it's, it's menacing. It's menacing. It's terrifying. It's got a hell of a fucking beat. I mean, that's a stupid thing to say, but God, it fucking motors along. Yeah, it's superb. It's super. The way it's orchestrated is superb. The way it's played, again, it's the LSO. So, of course, it's going to be superb. But yeah, just. And then, then you get the more tender moments yep. with like Han and Leia. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's just sweet. Yeah, but you can really tell that he's he understands exactly what the film is about. So the dark side stuff is very dark. The light stuff is very light. Yeah, it, it's it's the real opposite sides of the coin, and and it just he understands exactly what he's doing, and he, he just puts it on paper, and oh, just lovely. One of my favorite bits of music from any Star Wars film is, uh, I think it's actually known as Yoda's theme, uh, and it's when he's pulling the X-Wing out of the swamp. Yep. Oh, my God. It's just it's just, just beautiful, mm. that whole piece of music where he's just it's just coming out and flying across. And it's, it's so light. The touch is so light. It mm. could easily take away from the action, but it doesn't. No. Really everything doesn't. he does enhances everything in this film. Yep. Um, I, I, yeah, all joking aside, I know you're not the biggest fan. I don't think I'd be as enthused about this film. Oh, of the films? John Williams, he's up there. No, what I'm saying though, I don't think I'd be as big a fan of this film, right? If it was not for his music, okay. I think it would it would completely change the film because the the music again is John Williams. He's a, it's a character. Yeah, I know. Like I said before, the word iconic is bandied around too much, but so many of the themes from the from the whole Star Wars franchise are so iconic, and it's all down to that one man, mm. and that is one hell of a legacy. Yeah, I mean, there's the Phantom Menace, which I'm not a big fan of, but Duel of Fates. Yes. Oh my god, it's yeah. such a great piece of music. Yeah. And he did all of them. Yeah. He yeah. did all well, all of the of the Skywalker saga, if you like. He did all nine. Yeah. And that that's fucking hell, man. It's, and when was the last one? Um four years ago, five years the ago. The last proper one was in nineteen eighty three. When was episode nine? Uh come on, El Nerdo. Twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Right. So no, mid mid eighties. Twenty nineteen. Anyway, he's still working. He's nearly ninety now, isn't he? Because yeah. we went to his eighties. Google it. Google. Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm drunk. Uh, yeah, twenty nineteen. It's just I think it's twenty twenty's fucked me about so much that I've lost all track of time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Not just me. I think the entire yeah, world's the gone entire through it as well. Fucking world. <laughs> yeah. Is... Tw- yeah. yeah Two thousand and nineteen. Right. Was... So he's working. 
up until nearly 90 years old. And this it's not just a little bit of music. It's pretty much all the way through the film. Yeah. Probably at least 90 minutes of music in this film. I think, I, I, mean, I could be wrong, this, I'm just spitballing here, but I think when it came to, because we're never going to get to talk about Star Wars. No. Um, there, was, there, there were talks whether it, they'd go more synthy or whatever else. Right. Or more orchestral. Fuck me, I'm glad they yeah, weren't the latter. Absolutely. I, I, I think John Williams has got a huge part to play in why these films are so successful. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you can hear the influences there. There's a lot of influences from, uh, especially in the first film, and it carries on through these other films as well. There's um, a massive influence from uh, The Planets by Holst. And just, it's just such a. I mean, considering a lot of his 70s scores sounded very 70s, mm-hmm. this is just orchestral. It's, it's classical yeah. music. It is writ large, and it's just yeah. I, I I can't infuse too much about him because the man's an absolute fucking genius. Well, there we are. You heard it here, folks, and it's true. Yeah. I, yeah. Actually, if if you get a chance, sometime just take just take some time out of your day without putting the film on. Mm. Put the score on. Yeah. Because I often do that with with some of the Star Wars stuff. I will just put the score on because yep. it is really really it's bloody superb. good. Superb. Any of his scores, actually. Just sit yeah. down and just, 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 just listen just to John listen. Williams all yeah. afternoon. Yeah. There are worse things to be doing, trust I me. I agree. I agree. Well, on that note... Uh, here we go, then. guess it's um, quiz time. Yes, it is. Master versus Apprentice, Light Side versus Dark Side, whatever you <laughs> want to call it, it is time for the quiz. The Jedi versus the Sith, you decide who's who. Would you fucking call me? Eyes down for a full house. <laughs> Now, being an, uh, an odd-numbered episode means you get to go first. Yeah. Let me just get me a uh, paper doings ready. I don't know whether to go straight in with a difficult question or not, Darren, because well, you've, you've prepped me in the respect where you've gone, well, you know, I'm not going to know anything, so... Well, I'd, I'd like to think I might get something, but I'm, I'm not convinced. Let's put okay. it that way. Um... I just don't know enough about this film. I did what research I could, mm-hmm. but the snooker was on as well, so that distracted me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest. (laughs) Okay, right. Just okay. You got a chance of getting this. Which character? Because it's a reoccurring thing in Star Wars. Which character says, "I have a bad feeling about this"? Leia. Correct. Cool. Well, I got a point. Well, you see. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just being nice to me, isn't it? That's what Jedi do, isn't it? (laughs) Mind games, Jedi mind games. Question one from me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. (laughs) Um, I could see you stopping yourself being cunty (laughs) On the ice planet Yeah uh, What is Han Solo's core sign? Uh, It's Echo 7 Yes it is One to you (laughs) (laughs) We're all excited about that Uh, So uh, Attack pattern Delta Oh Oh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I've gone too harsh Uh, Surprise Okay, after he's recovering from the Wampa attack, yeah. what does Luke look strong enough to pull the ears off? Um, uh, a Wookiee, I don't know. A Gundark. Yeah. But, uh, well, duh. I know, I just, I thought you might have got, I thought that might have been one of your questions. No, no, didn't get that one. Okay, then. At the end of the film, when Luke is hanging from the, the aerial thing underneath the... the, the, the clouds, yeah, the, the debris. Yeah, the debris. Yeah. He calls for two people. Yeah. In what order, and who are they? Uh, it's Ben and Leia. Correct. Uh, ben is Obi-Wan Kenobi and Leia. Yeah. Is, is, oh, okay, you're right. 3-1? Yeah. <laughs> 3-1 to you? Yeah, but we've all seen it go shit up from here. Right? <laughs> I don't think it will. I don't think it will. Um... This is uh, okay. Can you name the three planets that figure in the film? So, so, so take out the asteroid, whatever else, or space. What are the three okay, planets? Uh, Hoth, mm-hmm. Dagobah, and Bespin. 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 Correct. Oh, come on! Well done, man. <sighs> oh, fucking did hell. You, did you learn those? Uh, no. Um, Bespin was the one I couldn't remember, but it was one of my questions, which is why I was personally looking over there so as not to look there. Oh, uh, okay. Um, now, you pissed and moaned about a quote last time, so I wasn't going to do a quote. Do you want a quote? I don't mind if you want to give us a quote. I just, I don't think I could quote the film, but... Okay, well, I won't do a quote. What platform does Han Solo land the uh, Millennium Falcon on at Cloud City? <laughs> Three, two, seven. Yeah, you've done it. Get on. Nice. 
<laughs> Fucking finally. Nice, there you go. Just about. Yeah, so in this block of 10, that's 2-1 to you. 2-1 oh. uh, to me. You won this week, get on. Uh, so, other questions? Yeah, I mean, you can ask away, I'm not going to know any answers. Uh, well, th- I think some of them might have been yours, though. Right. So, I, I didn't go, like, what were the parasites that chew on power cables? Uh, yeah, that was yeah. one of mine. Uh, Minox, Minox. Yeah. First line and the opening crawl? Uh, something about, although the thing, uh, the the rebels are lost, or the, the, the um, I can't remember. Dark time for the rebellion. Dark time for the rebellion. Uh, what is the chances of successfully navigating <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, an asteroid field? 3,720 to 1. And? 725 to 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew you'd do those. And how many uh, forms of communication is 3PO fluent in? Over 6 million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is Luke's call sign? Echo 3. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Han wants what tool to repair the hyperdrive? A hydro spanner. Yeah. Um, what's the name of Lando's aid? Uh, I don't think it's ever said, is it? But it's it's, it's Lobo yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of Boba Fett's ship? Uh, Slave One. Fucking hell. Uh, how many? <laughs> See, this is what I was. <laughs> how many probe droids uh, are shot out the the uh, star destroyer at the beginning? Oh well, yeah. That that would have been a cunty question. I'd guess at. Nine? Eight. <laughs> How many bounty hunters were on the ship with with Darth Vader? Four? Five. Four. Six. Oh, is it six? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the, I don't know, the name or the designation, if you like, if the, if the, of the Medidroid? Uh, I don't know. Uh, 2-1B. Right. <laughs> Damn it. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, what, who, did they even say that? I don't know. It's in the research that I did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, what creatures inside the asteroid? Uh, well, which Cheers actor plays a rebel off- officer? I, I I know he's there, but I can't I can't remember John his name. Ratzenberger. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, fucking hell, Daz. Who finds Luke and Han? What's his call sign? Oh, I don't know. Fucking uh, Echo Two, Rogue Two. Oh, Rogue, Rogue Two. And where where did a bounty hunter? Uh, bump into well, they bumped into a bounty hunter on a planet. What was the planet called? No idea. I'd never heard of it before until I've really because sometimes we don't get into detail. It's Ord Mandel. Um, okay. But until you start qu- knowing you're going to be quizzed about stuff, you start <laughs> paying true. a lot more attention <laughs> than you ever nice. would do. You're not wrong. Well, that was good. Uh, what, though. Yeah. What was the quote? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I didn't really have one lined up because of what we said in the last one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because I, I was watching it again today. I was like, I don't, I'm not sure I could quote any of this. <laughs> Some yeah. of it is uh, like... Well. I know how much you pissed and moaned last time about quote. Oh, whatever. Well, it's because it was too long. <laughs> 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 nice. Oh, well, that's that's it. quiz then, I suppose. That's so. quiz. So it's just... going to score it, sum it up, and find out what next. Yeah. Last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. <laughs> So then, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm more interested where you're going on this. But <laughs> okay, okay. I think you know exactly. You know, I mean, I've got, I've got my flies undone. I've got my, <laughs> my, my Willie in my hand. No, it's, uh? <laughs> it's. I mean, for me, Darren, it's, it's my favourite of the Star Wars films, mm-hmm. and the Star Wars films are up there for me. I cannot rate it less than a ten. Really? For me? For me? Okay. Um. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. See, and I have to compare it now with other films that we've done. Well, that's it. Three episodes. That's it, right? And I, I thought, you know, because other films I've given a 10, I thought I'd be remiss, actually, Empire Strikes Back, to give it less than some of the other, because actually, this is a fucking riot of a film, and I will watch it a lot. And and, and, uh, and on the flip side, I won't. You won't. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because it's just, it's not my style of film. And it's as simple as that. And I'm, I'm not trying to, to be negative unnecessarily about a film. It's just... You're not... I, I don't think you're being negative. You've raised your point that yeah. you think it's too long. You enjoyed some of it. It's not your cup of tea. It never has exactly. been. Exactly. The never, music you love. Absolutely. How so can you not? There, there are bits... It's not... Yes. It's not and I enjoyed... Bad. I did enjoy it. It's, it's a good romp. But it's just not my cup of tea. So it's not, it's, 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 it's not wait my until, bag, baby. Wait until the Darren Lake edit comes out. It's going to be about an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> hour and, anything over 90 minutes is self-indulgent. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Are you still talking about sex? Uh, 90 minutes? <laughs> Jeez. 
Wowzers. Yeah, so I'm a bit torn. I don't want to be unnecessarily nasty because that's not the point of this. But it's not a film I'm going to go back and watch again unless no. unless I have to, basically. Or unless I have a sudden change of heart about it. Um, I'm not a sci-fi fan uh, and, and, and therefore I'm not a Star Wars fan. But I think the way but we I, do our ratings is personal. Yes. You know, yeah. it's not just objectively, you know. For, yeah. it's for we, But there are personally. so many good points. The effects are good. They stand up really, really well. The, the, the score is out of this world. Want a better phrase? Yeah. So uh, I'm sort of a bit torn, but I'm going to go. I'm just going to go straight down the middle. Give it a five. Yep. So, so you'd rather go and watch the Blob again? Absolutely. Than watch... but, but I like horror <laughs> yeah. films. Yeah, yeah um, of course. So um, I could have gone, you know, worse than Mannequin. Oh, fuck <laughs> hell, no. no. Take the score out. I probably would have done. Um, yeah, maybe. But, no, I'm going to go straight down the middle. Give it a five out of ten. Okay. I think I think you might be getting a divorce after this. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be allowed back in the front room. We, we, yeah, we basically, when we had a break earlier, uh, we sort of said, how's it going to Darren's wife, who absolutely adores Star Wars. And uh, <laughs> nerd. <laughs> and when and when we said how it was going, she was like, "Well, you're wrong." So and yeah, well, you know, I won't tell her. Of course, I'll tell her about the five. I'll, it's I'll... fine. It's fine. But I do like the way that this film has such loyal followers. It's good. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's Star Wars is a bit like Doctor Who, though. I, I think they got they've got followers, and we've got followers that you know we just want what we want. Yeah. Uh, and I think there was that's why there was a lot of you know, backlash against some of the newer stuff that was mm-hmm. happening. And there's a lot of positivity with, say, some of the Mandalorian stuff that's happening. A bit like Doctor Who. I though. have to say, I mean, being outside of the, 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 the fan circle, seeing the backlash against, especially episode one uh, and some of episode two and three, yeah. and then the love, basically, when Disney took over for which, most of it. Which then it. turned to hate. And, yeah, um, it's, 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 it's a real, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. I, I mean, I think, you know, Star Wars, like Doctor Who, will outlive us all. That's you know, a fucking no, cheery no, thought. No, that, that is a cheery thought, though, man, because it's going to keep going and going and yeah. going, and we yeah. were sort of sort of around at the Not beginning. Not with fucking Chibnall in charge, it won't, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, listen, that was Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. We do have to, however, clear up the little business of what is next week. Oh, yes, yes. Tell me, tell me, tell me, because I don't know. Next week's tagline. All right, folks, it is... The raunchiest movie about growing up ever made. Now that has to be Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah, but that's a 70s film, Darren. Oh, damn it. So if you you would like to know what is the raunchiest movie about growing up ever made. That isn't Debbie Does Dallas. And you don't want to Google it, then please check out our Facebook (laughs) on Wednesday. Don't don't do it. Oh, no, 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 no. And you will see exactly what we're going to be talking about next week. And I'm really looking forward to this because without giving too much away, I think it was the American pie of its day. Yes, I agree. And, And like we said earlier, I don't think, well, I haven't watched it for probably at least 30 years. I've been yeah. loving it. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've not watched it since I was a teenager. I've probably. not actually, you know, tying into American Pie, I've not watched it since I've seen American Pie for the first time, I don't think. Oh, okay. So it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to this one. Me too. Uh, Plenty of boobs from what I remember. Woohoo! Yeah, and I think it's going to be easy for me to get the word sexy time in. <laughs> so. oh, 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 oh! I think you don't know what film we're doing. Oh, shit. Sorry. Right. Okay. Uh, until next week, folks. It's been emotional. Uh, it's been great, actually. I've really enjoyed it. Uh, but I've been Matt. And I am Darren. Cheersy! And we're back. Yes, we are. Episode. Oh, it's not me, is it? Sorry. <laughs> 